With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. I love your face. You love the taste. That sugar babe. It melts away.
about you though. Mike David Dwayne on my 
Blast Radio, the biz with D. What's up with it? What up, what up, what up? Anyway, guys, hopefully y'all are having a great holiday week still and celebrating and drinking and shopping and all that other crazy stuff that y'all might be doing um, that y'all do every year having fun. Hopefully y'all are doing it safely and are getting crunk and y'all are ready to get chunked up because tonight we're going to have Ricky Graham. We have Daly, we have Bobby Valentino, we have Puma, we're gonna have Eric Bellinger, and that's how we're gonna do it. And then we're just gonna play a couple of our favorite moments on the show this year, on the station this year, and it is definitely the season finale of season two. And tomorrow will be the season premiere with Rico Love and Leon Thomas. Hopefully y'all guys are ready for that Because I mean these interviews are like stellar You hear me what I mean I mean stellar Like I mean these are These are just great And I mean you guys Are going to be in for some treats tonight Get to hear about some things And some new things And some about to be something You know what I'm saying But anyway we kicking off interviews and we're going to get into new music and everything. You know how we do. We don't, you know, not keep it consistent here. But um, we want to get back into the jams and we're going to get the first interview rolling. Now, who would the first interview be with? Hmm. I don't know, but let's get into the number one of the one of my favorite songs of 2013 that we definitely love to hear on my first week's radio. And that is Gone by Kelly Rowland featuring with Khalifa. Feels a little bit crazy, baby. 
the point where you can't take this no more. So you grabbing your stuff, walking out the door, moving so fast, forgot what we was even arguing for. Man, I know you like the back of my hand. You like to break up the makeup. Roll me up a joint soon as I wake up. When I put it down, mess up your makeup. Everything provided when you rolling with a rider, huh? Been in Hollywood so long, your ass starting to act Hollywood. Talking about you gon' leave, probably should. I ain't tripping, just a bunch of extra shit that I ain't missing. My sister tried to tell me about you. I ain't listening, now we going down this road. Hit the smoke, said bro, I've been here before. And you know Kelly never lied, so you can get your stuff and get to going. I'll get back to There's getting a high. <laughs> I'm in my zone, I'm feeling it Stop blowing my buzz, quit killing it So buy another round and try to shut us down About an hour ago, but we still in this Automatic cook up, be rich, pull up in that rooster till we wake the fucking hood up. Got all these pounds of ganja, I work out, I'm doing cushions. Bobby Bands is in the building, pop that pussy, throw a foot up in the air. One time for a nigga like me with a squad like this, where it seems so strong and flow so cold, ain't nothing but some bad bitches in my clique. What's up, Eastside? What's up, Eastside? We ain't in We ain't in They think they seeing me, but they ain't seen shit. Man, they ain't seen shit. Gr- gr- girls on the pole yelling, make me rich. Girls on my shows wanna take my pick. Yeah, we can do this here all night. Can't tell me nothing, can't tell me shit. All in my zone, all on my own. Open that pack, rolling that strong, and we still up in this bitch. Won't turn down, won't go home. Yeah, I'm in my zone, I'm feeling it. Stop blowing my buzz, quit killing it. So buy another round, they tried to shut us down about an hour ago, but we still in this bitch. Boy, don't make me hurt you, you won't trouble I got plenty, how you want it? Bullets in me I'm so rich, so all that fuckboy shit you kick it Don't offend me, don't get killed off in it, bitch I, I spent meals all on this shit Boy, it been 11 years of this shit Look at me now, still in it, bitch Yeah, I stand tall, no can fall You 
bus, quit killing it. So by another round, they tried to shut us down. By an hour ago, but we still in this bitch. All my niggas, all these bad bitches, all this free liquor. Start running by so many women, one of these hoes might be your wife. She looking for a nigga that's ballin', so tonight might be her night. You know me, I say stun, low key, I threw tuition at Onyx. Flip money fast like Sonic Rich, nigga, I speak Ebonics. Got a new car, I pay cash, got a new crib with a weed lab. Chris Bills, I need that. Fuck your team with a free set. Hundred deep in VIP, niggas always hate. I came in with a bunch of goons and I'm leaving now with this lady. I got your boo in my boo, got a sheep about to swallow my baby. My system loud, my weed loud, no her clippers, I'm faded. I'm in my zone, I'm feeling it. Stop blowing my buzz, quit killing it. So buy another round, they tried to shut us down about an hour ago, but we still in this bitch. Gram that is. Ha. Got me so hot, I gotta cool down. Cool down. Got me so hot, I gotta cool down. Cool down. Got me so hot, I gotta cool down. Cool down. Boy, slow down. I got that, I got that, that cool down. You gotta work. I got you so hot, baby, here's your man You better cool down, huh? Ceiling fan, hold up, Dricky be the man You ain't this out, do this shit, murder shit Every instrumental, baby, I can read your aura Shout out to Rita Aura And my delivery is cold, late pizza orders You're gonna need your Cora Nerd in this bitch, cause I'ma serve it cold Chorus and a brisk Name another guy that's buzzing like me Ice bezel costs a lot, but the fucking time free And shorty slowed me down like a fucking icy And if she got a cold coat, and I'ma fuck her iced tea <laughs> Yeah, it's a blizzard when the camera hits them So cool, ain't a motherfucker fan in this one mm. Baby, being this cold is a rare condition It's saying, drink it, cool down, air condition Got me so hot, I gotta cool down Cool down Got me so hot, I gotta cool down Cool down Got me so hot, I gotta cool down I'm so cool I'm so cool. It's boo cool. Cool it. Cool it. Cool it. Cool it. Cool down. Fuck it. Okay. I'm going in. Girl, listen here. Better check the. All right, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to the New Year's show on My Fierce Wings Radio, The Biz with the Witcher Rockstar on the mic. And right now, we got the boy Jerky Graham on the line with us. What's going on, man? Yup, yup, man, you already know who it is, your boy D-R-double-I-C-K to the wild grand, yes I am, you tuned in with David Dwayne, it's a homie of mine, let's get this started, you know what I mean? Most definitely, deaf. thank you for uh, coming back on, I didn't think we was going to get you before the uh, year went out. <laughs> nah, 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 100, nah, man, you already know what it is, man, me and you, we we, we do this interview shit, so let's, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's nothing. 
for sure, for sure. So now, the last time we talked, we was in Philly. Well, I guess last time interview we talked, we was in Philly. Um, everybody definitely liked that interview and so like that. And we um talked about how you were just waiting a little bit to put out uh, more singles, what they were coming. I didn't know you was going to come back with some heat, like uh, Cool Down and Shut It Down. I, I love them records right there. Yeah, well, I really appreciate that. Yeah, man, I like, like, you know, like I was saying is that I think that everything is about time, and so I didn't want to throw out, like, too much at a time. But I think that we definitely came back strong, me and my team. You know, shout out to Phantom Boys, because we've been working our asses off in the studio and everything with this grind now. But, um, you know, with these two records, which cool down and shut it down, I think they definitely made a different impact. They definitely, like I said, I wasn't going to come back with the same type of formula with snapbacks and tattoos. I definitely going to bring something diverse to the table. And I think that both of these records, although the names may be similar, like Cool Down and Shut It Down, they're completely different records, and they still hold their own against other records in different categories. So, you know, I think that a lot of people that listen to them enjoy them, and they, they got the idea what I was coming up. Definitely, definitely. So now um, you talked about, you know, your team's been working. You, you got new management, as we mentioned before, Phantom Boys. How, how's everything been with working with new management versus old management? We're not going to go too deep on that, but <laughs> how how is the situation better than the last? No, 100. Now, you know, I you know, you know me. I'm I'm just always going to keep it 100 and, and put it out there. So it's like it ain't even nothing I'm ashamed of speaking about, but it's just like right. that like, you know, my my team now, I believe wholeheartedly in everything that we've been doing. Like we turned all the negativity around. And for anybody that's going to hear this interview, I was dealing with somebody before that, that you know what I'm saying, that you just got to have people in your corner that you always can trust. And I wasn't dealing with somebody that was trustworthy. And I wasn't dealing with somebody that was uh, – they're not their name is not worth dropping, but at the same nope. time it's just like it's just you know what I mean, just always keep somebody in, in your your circle that you can trust at all times. But you know, speaking on a positive note, like me and Phantom Boys, me and my, my uh, you know, Mel, of course, official, he's like my B that's like my big bro, you know what I mean? Like we've been turning a lot of the negativity around. We've been like pretty much like revamping the whole Dricky Grand brand and the music and the quality of the sound and getting everybody involved and getting the campaign strong and back together. So the the movement is just crazy right now. I can't even really, you know what I mean, speak on everything that is to come. But, you know, so far everything has been like, you know, blessings. Everything has been like in high hopes. So we've just been out here just taking taking everything over storm. Like, you know what I'm saying, it's been like a crazy movement. Definitely. And, I mean, the last time uh, we talked, I know you wanted to go overseas a little bit more, but you definitely went overseas. So uh, tell our listeners, like, where have you been, like, overseas-wise since the last time we all talked? Um, I think since we talked, like, uh, the the Germany trip, oh, man, this is a crazy-ass trip, by the way, uh, not only because, like, that flight pattern is so long, but, you know, it's just basically like, like you know, Munich was definitely a different experience. You know, anybody that's, that's over there, shout out to all the fans that's up there in Germany and Munich and anything like that. But, like, we went over there. I had a great time. The only thing that was weird is, the, you know, the time difference, of course, like, you know, being on American time and your body adjusting to that, you know what I mean? That's a little different. It gets a little weird. But, you know, the girls out there were amazing. 
fans out there were amazing. You know, so I definitely had a good time, although it was a little, you know, difficult at first trying to learn the language and trying to understand a lot of the culture out there. But, you know, we adjusted, and everybody had a great time. The show was great. They definitely really appreciate hip-hop, which is something I really appreciate that because when I get that energy from the fans, it makes me go harder. We had a great time. They all, like, enjoy, like, they enjoy all the songs. And, of course, they're, like, they're really into their little party vibe out there, too. So, you know, it was it was a great experience. Right, and you into you know going out and partying and living life, living it up. So that's a oh, whole sure. other atmosphere. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely another atmosphere. So now, um, just going back to performing, I know that you had, um, first performed "Cool Down," um, while you were doing a show out of town. Tell me what that first reaction was like performing the song. The first time versus what it's like now for you to perform it. Man, I, like you know, I wish I wish I knew specifically which show you were talking about. But like you know, every time that I have performed "Cool Down," it's always been like you know, like it's it's I've I've always got positive reactions from the turn up crowd and mm. from the lyrical crowd, which is a great you know what I'm saying. Which is a great standpoint for me because you know usually you'll have. The turn-up crowd, is, everybody knows the turn-up crowd is, like, the niggas that enjoy niggas like Waka Flocka, maybe Gucci Mane, maybe, like, you know what I'm saying? They, they ain't really caring about what you're saying. They just care about that energy, that aggressiveness, that, yo, yo, we want to, you know, we want to have a good time and really feel, feel ourselves. And then, like, the lyrical crowd, there's niggas that's like, oh, we want to hear what you're talking about. We want to hear, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you could have a little nice little beat, but, you know, if you ain't, you know what I'm saying? You ain't Kendrick Lamar over here, then we really ain't vibing with you. But, you know, right. like, every time I perform that track, I've never had person to kind of deviate and be like, nah, that's whack. Never. Like, it's always been like, yo, he's turning up, he's getting it. And then what he's saying is hot. Like, when, when I get to the lyrics and I'm like, you know what I'm saying, giving them like, yo, this is the energy I'm coming at y'all. So the vibe has definitely been great. I did it down in Miami at a showcase. I think I was with Gorilla Zoe and, uh, What's my boy? What's my homie name? Um, it was uh, Gorilla Zoe was there. My man Saha the Prince was there. Uh, Jalil Beats, you know what I mean? We was down there in Miami mm-hmm. at a convention. I did it, I did it there, and like you know, shut shut the place down with with that. You know, say I got definitely was you know saying definitely got the respect that I deserve off the record. And then um, I think I had another uh, showcase where uh, we was in New York with DJ Envy. You know, of course the crowd oh, New York yeah, is one yeah. of the hardest places. To even, you know, since to even get so the, the fact that New York gave it back to me, even at Webster, we was at Webster Hall, we was at a another club, I can't think of it right now, but you know, since turned it out, ripped the oh, show man. down, and they just like, you know, they love that record, yeah, they love it. For sure, for sure. And um, you mentioned the fact of lyricists and so like that, and I and I want to I want to touch on that and tell you something. My boy Corey, who had uh was there with me when we did the interview in uh, Philly, I was trying to tell him, I was like, yo, Dricky is a lyricist. He was like, I don't see it. I'm like, okay. Dude, I told him, I said, do me a favor. Go listen to his mixtape and listen thoroughly to it. And then you call me back. He calls me back. He's like, yo, Ricky is a lyricist. I'm like, duh, I fucking told you. What do you think I was talking about for the last month? And people don't realize it, but you really are fitting. Does it always, like, does does it seem to surprise you still that people aren't getting it, that you really got that pen game, or is it just like, 
it's you know what it is. Like like I, I think I, I think um you know so I just I was just was having a conversation. It's so ironic, but I was just having this conversation with one of my peers the other day, and it's like people because now nowadays people can't merge fun with lyrical, and and that's and that's what they did. That's where I think I got slept on that because my records. I don't always like. I have the records. That's the deep records. I guess with like "Letter to My Son" or like you know, what I'm saying records that are. And, and and even with the upcoming album, there are going to be deep and more heartfelt records. But people don't always equate lyrical with fun. So when they get the vibe of the record, they tend to not vibe out and listen to the lyrics because you're not like you know talking about, yo, how it was, like, so hard on the block, and me and my mom was on welfare, like, you know what I mean, you don't, like, and those records are powerful records, but you could still have fun and be lyrical, too, so when I'm doing stuff, like, I tell people all the time, like, did you really listen to snapbacks and tattoos, or did you listen to the bunch of A sounds and the hook, like, you know what I mean, because for a nigga to be like, yo, I saw those snapbacks and tattoos with this, that, and the third, like, nah, my nigga, like, you don't, I analyze the rap, I study hip-hop, I study culture, there's not even, and I can just put this out there, because I really still strongly believe this, there's not a person that's freestyled on that record, celebrity or not, that's outdone me on that record, like, lyrically or flow-wise, there's not, they either copy my flow, because they couldn't provide their own, or they were rhyming, pat, pat, snap, Snacks, whatever, like snack food and then fat dudes or whatever. They like, you know what I mean? It wasn't even like, but like even getting into it, it's like people don't equate the funness with with uh like you go into some of the records off of the mix. They what was what, like what Angry Birds? That was another one. That, it, it's it's too fun for them to get the lyrics faster. That's one of the ones that they like. Yo, that's you know what I mean. But it's like I guess the vibe has. To, and my thing is, and my thing has gonna have to change who I am as a person to right. sacrifice so sacrificing who I am as a person as an artist just to try to give y'all what y'all want. Now we wanna compromise. I can jump down and maybe we can get more serious into it if y'all really want to get that gut in this but at the same time I'm always gonna be who I am. So, you know, I'll take I'll take whatever criticism, good or bad, that the fans have to say, but I'm gonna continue to be me at the end of the day. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean you got to because I mean Clearly, you're doing something right, especially the fact that these records are buzzing. Like, everybody was like, oh, where's Dricky? Where's Dricky at? And then once you, or they said, oh, what happened? He fell off. Once you drop that shit, all that shit on Twitter fucking burned. I don't even think you realize it, but ain't nobody said, oh, that record ain't hot. I was like, would y'all think this was a joke? <laughs> you think label sign joke artists now? <laughs> yeah, word. You know what I mean? And I think that, like, I just, I think that with the momentum that Snapbacks and Tattoos had, you know what I mean, uh, for this probably be the last time I bring it up, because now we're not even focused on records such in the past, but you know I still have right. to give credit that it was the it was the biggest record so far until until these new records come out. But, you know, uh, I think when people see that you're on a, such a large pedestal with that record, I had so much channeling, channeling against me, because, first of all, the record, grew way bigger than my name did. You know what I mean? A lot of people were right. like, Snapbacks and Tattoos, that's my song. I don't know who the artist is. but So they didn't get to connect with me. So that was one thing that I was battling. Then the people that actually connected it, like I said previously, they were like, well, this is just a materialistic whatever, whatever. Okay, cool, whatever. That's how you feel it in cool. The song went platinum. It still sold more than your favorite artist did. But it's all good, though, at the end of the day. And then, like, and then battling after that, especially... You know what I'm saying? It, it fueled my fire more because, like, yo, you don't got another one, though. You don't got another That's like, that's like a, 
um, a person going to a baseball cage and the guy, the new guy hits a home run, the first strike, and they're like, nah, but you don't got another home run, though. I'm telling you, son. And then when you come out, when you come out, like, okay, cool, cool, let me show you this. Cool, and you get another home run again. And then, you know, of course they're going to be like, oh, man, he's just, he's really good. He's not just bluffing. So right now I'm in that stage where we're batting up. I'm about to show them that, you know, we got more home runs in the, in the, in the hits. And that's just, that's, it's, it's, it's good energy, though. I don't ever take it as hate or criticism because if people are just saying these things to actually see can you do better, then cool, let me challenge myself to see if I can do better as well to prove to y'all that I can do better. So and that's all good. Definitely, definitely. So now I've been hearing word around the street is that you got Snoop on the album. Is this true? What, um, from here. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. Like I got Snoop on the album. What I will tell people is that I, me and did me and Snoop Dogg do a record. Yes, we did do a record. Is the record fire? Yes, the record is fire. Um, it's it's definitely you know it's definitely one of those records that take me back to like like Snoop was definitely Snoop Dogg on his record. Like I know he called himself mm-hmm. Snoop Lion, and that's cool too. But he definitely right. brought it back to yo, you know. Rolling down the street, you know that that's Snoop Dogg. You know what I mean? Like, it's like cool. so he definitely right. captivated me with this. So I had to go hard in the record. But will it be on on success by the gram? I'm not sure. Um, shout out to my man Tila too, because my man Tila, I was, you know, it's his record and like you know as well, and he did his thing on that record. But we all collaborated in Jazzy Faye. Excuse me, I don't mean to be skipping out great artists and great people. Wow. But um, it's like you know they uh the Jazzy Faye is on the hook, and he, you know, what I'm saying and the, the beat is crazy. Snoop did his thing. Tila did his thing. I, I did my thing. It's a great record, and I can't wait for it to release. But I don't know if it's going to be on success by the gram, though. Would you like it if it if it was up to you, or? Oh, for sure. Like you know, for sure, because you know, since the record is just you know, it's a solid record. You know what I mean? If if you know, if they you know wanted it to be on success by the gram, I would have no problems with that. Definitely, definitely. So now you shot a video for. Shut it down, right? Featuring I am Sue. Right, right, right. I sure did. Sure did. How was the uh what was what was shooting that video like? How's this one gonna be different um visually than um the previous videos that you've done? Well, you know, most of my videos on the come up uh have been done by uh, Rock Davis and uh Kitchy House Productions and shout out those guys, man. We've we've always did great work. Uh but um Right now we're stepping we're stepping up to the upper echelon right now because like you know shout out to my man Clifton Bell and if you guys are not familiar with Clifton Bell Clifton Bell is the guy that shot J Cole's uh, workout he shot J Cole's also yeah. uh, the can't get enough video he shot sixty racks for Jim Jones and you can check all of his credentials he shoots top notch quality videos some of your favorite artists video I mean you know those are the ones I can think off the top of my head but of course he shot way more like most of your favorite artists videos that you've seen he's probably done it and visualized it and put it together so he's a great visionary for the project and it's so funny that you said that because just like everybody else i've been dying and waiting to see the video and he only showed me a rough draft today i mean actually maybe an hour before you called me i just checked out the shut it down video rough draft the rough draft of the video is killing niggas 
Like I'm not even gonna front. Like the rough dress. That's that's how I know that he's like he's so he's such a visionary. He hears these records and he doesn't he doesn't like take them to be like oh yeah this is some guy some rapper. Like we connected on set. We actually build up a, a great rapport. Like you know what I mean. He's a, he's a really cool dude and you know we 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 caught that little chemistry and he he heard my record. He was impressed by the record and he actually volunteered to be the video director. So I thought that was a, a important that he rose to the occasion. So he visualized it. Piece the masterpiece, and I cannot wait for, for everybody to see it. And of course, we're going to showcase it on 106. And we're going to have yeah. it on MTV. So you know, everybody get ready for that. Shut it down, because that's exactly what I'm doing out here. Definitely. That, I mean, you know what? And you got to. And you going to? Because it's going to be a dope album. And I've been telling people, wait on it, Drake. Like this is going to be a dope album. And I, and I'm glad. Honestly, I'm gonna say this to you, Drake. And I even told this to Mel. Like, I'm glad that y'all are taking your time with this and not rushing to put this out because you've got real talent. Not like these people who are just throwing out ratchet music. Like, that's cool. That's great. I love it. I get it. Like, it's cool, though. But right. not everybody wants every, to every, shit. Right. Every, everything, everything has a place in hip-hop. You know, if people decide that that's, that's the type of music that they want to do, then that's cool for them. You know what I mean? At the end of the day... Any type of talent that can that can uh, help feed your family, cool to capitalize off of it. But me personally and myself, I know, like you just said, I and I thank you. I know my artistry and I know my potential and I know my worth. So it's that I don't want to give anything. I don't want to push anything out that's less than that quality. That's less than I'm me giving a hundred percent. If I gave a hundred percent and the fans or whoever still don't like the album, then okay. Like, you know what I mean? But at least I know at the end of the day I gave it 100%. So, of course, I wasn't going to just rush rush my my, my, uh, my work for anybody because I want them to hear it and be like, yo, wow, I was, I was really thrown off out of the direction. I was this track, this track, the intro. Oh, the intro. I mean, we ain't going to get into that. But, like, you know, just a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of like creative pieces is being put into success by the gram, and I just want everybody to just take the album, receive from it, and give me their most purest thoughts on it. Now, I did, I did see a tweet because you, you know, I love Twitter. I did see a tweet where you were talking about the intro track. Yeah, the tell, intro track. You know, like uh, tell me, like, man, I, I, I want it to be a secret. I know, I, I know, I know. We don't want to get into that, but I want <laughs> it to be a secret. I really want it to be a secret. The only thing that I can let people know about this intro, I'm like, I'm very proud. That's one of the, one of my. I'm not gonna I like, cause I don't want everybody to be like, yo, okay, did he just put it all into the intro and then the rest of the album? Nah, 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 never that. So it's, it's songs on. It's, it's like every song I put my all into is different directions on every track. Is you know, what I mean? so you're not gonna get like, you're gonna get an overall thing, but you're gonna get bits and pieces of who Ricky really is and how it was when you grow up and where I'm at with it now and fun like I said to everybody you're gonna laugh with me, cry with me, everything. You know what I'm saying? You understand what it is. But the intro it it seems I, I would say that it does theme the album and it does it picks you up the speed of a past to present feel. So it's like it catches you up in one song of what's going on in my life and what I really care about in my life. And it, it talks about the people that I, you know, really deal with whereas his family, friends, business partner, old business partners, old associates, and it puts them all into this how I how I view it. and it tells the truth. One thing that I'm always I'm always gonna be honest in my music so it tells the truth about these situations and how I've overcome them and how I am as a man moving forward. Definitely. 
Now, with that, do you ever feel like, especially for the album, do you ever feel like it in whatever you say is going to piss somebody off, or you just like, you know what, it's music, it's freedom of speech, I'm going to just say exactly how I feel? You know, I used to feel like that, like, when I first started, like, you know, I had, do I, do I, should I, should I censor my lyrics because of the fact that, hey, not like, this person is going to feel this way, that person is going to feel that way. But then I, I really learned that you can't really care. Like, like, like I study, I study so many great people. And like my man Jay said, music, music gives everybody opinion because it's art. Art gives everybody opinion. But as an artist, you have the creative license to say, and I want any artist to, to, to acknowledge this because as an artist, you have the creative license to say, paint, write, do anything that, that, is a hundred percent of your expression, and if you and if what your expression like you know if anything that I talk about is not going to be of malicious intent, and I just want to totally bash people on records, you know, and I'm not dis I'm not making diss tracks of these people that I'm personally in my life. This is not a diss track, but I'm going to keep it honest, and I don't have to be um, to be you know going back and forth with feelings conflicting. To, to you know, am I going to sugarcoat what I need to say and get it off my chest because this person on the night night? No, you know what I mean. Like, and then when the album comes out and these people hear it, if they decide to listen to it or not, you know what I mean? They'll understand. Like, yo, and they may ask questions. Yo, why, why, why did you say this? And then we will have to have a discussion about it. But you know, at, at the end of the day, I'm going to be pure expression, pure, real when it comes to it. Right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you got to. And shit, if, if they get they get angry, let them get angry. <laughs> it's music. Yeah, you can't you can't worry about that. Yeah. Got to put out the best project. So now I know that you wanna. You were saying some other interviews. You want this album to be out in April. Are we looking still looking at April or what? Are, what? Are, what's the label saying right now? Right now, let's let's just keep it 2014. I mean, I, I don't want to jump the gun. I don't want to jump the gun, but I, I'm definitely not trying to have y'all waiting. Like, you know, let me let me just say that first and foremost. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And I know that's kind of like, yo, like, Drake, I know, but you've been like, yo, like, listen, like, I, I'm not trying to have nobody waiting, but, you know what I'm saying, let's, let's, let's not jump the gun. I wanted, I wanted to say around April should be, like, you know what I'm saying, the target, but, you know, talking to the label and depending on how much quality time they want to spend with the, uh, you know, promotions and production and everything and getting everything straight, then it may take a little bit more time, but I'm definitely not trying to have none of the fans wait too long, so. So now you got the Shut It Down music video coming out. Cool down. We doing a video, and it, and is Nikki on that track? Cause everybody thinks that's Nikki, but I, everybody I know. thinks that's Nikki, right? I, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I do hear that. I do hear that. Like you know, first, I, first I heard uh, was that uh, you know, cause I said that in my lyric. You know what I mean? The uh, it was it was is that Rita Ora? Is that why you said Rita Ora? And I'm like, no, nah, wait, wait, wait. Like you know, like um, but like the girl on there, her name is not Nikki. It's actually Mickey with an M. And um, she's a dope vocalist. She's a part of the camp. She's a dope vocalist, and she just, you know, she came through, and she, her and my producer, PB, point blank, that's who you hear on there saying, you got a what? Cool. Now, you got a, that's, that's, that's him on that. You'll, you'll hear a lot of our work. He, he's made it to the album. He's incredible with, with the uh, the deep production and everything. Uh, point blank is his name. I call him PB for short. But, uh, like, so she she jumped on the track. Uh, of course, she sounded amazing, and we just kind of, like, captured, like, you know, cool down. You know what I'm saying? Like, blah, blah, blah. She had that little accent. She jumped on it, and it, it, it just 
came together as a masterpiece like that. But as far as a video, I am in the works. We've already uh, talked to different people, see we're going to get a shot. It probably will be more of a viral video for the Internet and for the fans versus, uh, you know, like shut it down where we're going to BET and MTV. If it crosses over to BET and MTV, that is perfectly fine with me. That's, that's okay. But, uh, yeah, more more than likely we're going to do something special for the fans and just have a viral video for uh, Cool Down coming soon. Definitely, yeah, de- definitely shoot a video for that. Keep, 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 keep them buzzing, because you got it. You got a strong army. Team Jerky goes hard on Twitter. Shout outs to them. I love Team Jerky. Shout out to Team Jerky. Yo, we are winning out here. Definitely, definitely. So now, um, Jerk, what else you got going on that we should be on the lookout for besides the videos and more singles in the album? Anything else we look forward to? I mean, current like like I just want everybody to stay in tune with with everything that I'm doing and everything I'm moving because it's more about my presence and it, than anything. Like you know, the music is me, the art is me, and, and the music is always going to come first. That's why they always put my music ahead of myself. But I think it's about time for people to get more in tune to who I am. Like I noticed, like a lot of people had had comments when they were like, "Wait, well, Drake changed his name to Frederick." It's like Frederick Grant. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, that's that's only because I want to still establish that you know. Check me out too, like you know, like Ricky and Frederick is still the same person. I'm not, I'm not switching. I'm not saying that you gotta call me Frederick Graham as opposed to Ricky Graham, but I'm, but what I'm am saying is that you can call me both. I am Frederick. I am Ricky Graham. This is who I am. This is my entity. And this is me as my as my role in the artist. And I'm just trying to branch out as many avenues to touch as many people as possible. Whether it's them liking my music or whether it's them like because overall that still is what means the most to me you know what I mean because some people some people versus the music will still like that artist as a person and still going by the music you know it's funny how these things happen like that but that's just really what it is so I just want to connect with as many people as possible and just let them know that listen like we, we're coming with the songs we're coming with genuine like you know artistry and genuine love that I want to be reciprocated from everybody and just like, you know, so stay in tune with me as a person, as an artist. I'm always going to keep it real. D, you know I don't sugarcoat shit. We always keep it 100 around here. And that's how I just always approach people. So that's just what it is. Yeah, we ain't got time to be half half bullshit and then pussyfooting around. Nah, we don't do that. Yeah, we're at 100. Yeah. Well, Drick, thanks so much for um, coming on the show. Last time of the year, definitely know that you are welcome anytime as usual. Um, no doubt. Keep keep me in tune with the singles and shoot me over some stuff so I can hear, so I can just be, like, in tune with it. Oh, no, no, definitely one. And you already know any any new music dropping or coming your way, freestyles, freestyles or otherwise. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, before we get up out of here, yeah, make sure if you're not in tune with my SoundCloud, because, like, you know, I've been uploading a lot of stuff, you know, I know over – like all the freestyles and stuff, because I kind of slowed down with the YouTube, so that way we can reinvent the YouTube channel too. But all the stuff that's going to be coming to SoundCloud, you haven't heard the Tom Ford freestyle, the Versace freestyle. I heard, I heard somebody was, was playing my Versace freestyle in, in Atlanta on the radio. Whoever did oh, that, wow. shout out to you. Yeah, I heard that it made it to the radio. They was doing like a whole little Versace freestyles and who did this and that. And um, anything that I've, I've been putting out, you can check out the SoundCloud too. And I just want to always tell everybody, like, you know what I mean? Despite anything, believe in yourself. Like love yourself. Whatever it is, like you know, whatever it is you want to do out here, you can accomplish it. And that's just my my real true feelings. If you don't really know who Dricky Frederick Graham is, I am a young nigga from the hood, just like the next nigga. I'm from the one of the worst hoods. 
out here in Newark, New Jersey. Everybody knows it's crazy out there. Shout out to North Carolina because I rep North Carolina. But luckily, God blessed me to where I don't have to be in that situation and I can be capturing my dreams. So you can do whatever the fuck it is you want to do out here. And I'm talking to these kids. I'm talking to anybody that's got a dream. Go capture that shit. Shit is real. Live life. That's my last words. For sure, for sure. Well, Drick, you know we got to have you do another fresh drop for the new year. So, uh, you know the name of the show, The Biz With D. So, uh, whenever Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. It's your boy, Dricky Graham. You already know right here, we rock with my homie, The Biz With D. Check out my man, David Dwayne, man. He out here stomping you niggas out with these interviews. For sure. Congratulations about that. 
Thank you. Well, you know, it's it's been good and like, you know, it's I've been getting a lot of love, you know what I mean, just off the principles of being on the show, you know what I mean? People have been supporting the new business and everything. And it's just dope that you get to see it on the show more or less, you know what I mean? You got to see it when it was like at its worst. Like you get to really watch me build this on the ground up. So it's been really cool, you know. That's what's up, that's what's up. And I know like with the you come with that let me say that again. I know with you having and making that announcement saying, you know what, I'm opening my own shop. I know that Steve wasn't too happy about that and everything and it was a yeah. lot of drama, but how how were you like able to just like push through that and just do the damn thing and be like, you know what? You wanted me out, this is what I'm gonna do. Well, I mean, at the end of the day there's one person that I gotta look at every day that mainly is the motivation. It's my daughter, you know what I mean? Um at the end of this all, you know, like you blink your eyes, reality T V is over. And I'm on a show about tattoos, you know what I mean? So, you know, it would be stupid for me to open up a McDonald's. It would be better for me to open up a tattoo shop, you know what I mean? So just to know that, you know, i got to have something for my daughter to have in the future. And once this is all over, so i just be pushing for her, you know? Right, right. And, I mean, you're not at the shop. Alex isn't at the shop. Sassy isn't at the shop. Damn near no one is at the shop anymore. Like, when you when you think about it, how no one is at the shop, do you think it's really like, like because of Dutch or Steve? Like, what, what do you what do you think all of it should really boil down to? In the reason? Well, I mean, I'm not going to just say it's all like that's what I think that's the problem. When watching the show, everybody puts the blame on Dutchess, but you know what I mean. Caesar's his own man. so you know what I mean. I don't like to just put the blame all on her all the time. You know what I mean? That's they're two human beings, you know what I mean? It's just like you got right. one that's power tripping and then you got one that feeds off the power trip. So it's all good. Definitely, definitely. That was I a good like way of me saying that right there. That was a really good answer I just gave. That was really good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this season was it's really turned up. Like, I'm still watching them just like, damn, like the fact of, you know, her reaction of not being able to come to the wedding and stuff like that and reacting like that. I mean, truth be told, I wouldn't want her coming to the wedding because it's like you were saying, running your mouth, running your mouth about people that are here. So why have this negative energy in such a positive setting? Yeah. See, what it, I, I give you like a real, like kind of an exclusive. What it really was about that too, and when you see the real level of emotion is that as all this is going on, you got to say that's a real, this is really happening. So, you know what I mean? you got to deal with the actual fact that you're not coming to Jamaica. So, you know, there's people that make sure you're not going to get a ticket. When I said that, at first they thought they were all getting it because, you know, we're all on a TV show. So, yeah, everybody's going. But you got to understand, if I really said I didn't want you there, then people have to abide by my rules. And they thought they had so much power that I realized that actually if Puma doesn't want you, you can't come. And, you know, that became when the power became, like, a struggle. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's where you get to see people's real emotions. As what I'm saying, you can't come because you really, they couldn't come. You know what I mean? So that's why you see people getting so upset because that was a free trip to Jamaica. And now you don't have that trip. You don't have that power no more. You thought you had that power and it wasn't really there. Right. You know, people are crazy when they fuck that shit. That shit. They thought they was going to get yeah. When if somebody knows that they have something, then there's actually somebody that can take it away from you. Mm-hmm. That's why you're seeing people's real emotions. You know what I mean? 
right? And that's also how you can tell when somebody's really genuine, if they really cared about you, or it was all just a, you know. Yeah, yeah. And that's how you see, like, why, that, like, you know, that nobody really, like, people not really thinking about the behind the scenes, like, there really was a trip for everybody, you know what I mean? Some people really lost their trip. Walter lost his trip. Oh, shit, really lost his trip. Like, you know what I mean? They all had the opportunity to come, but some of them really just lost it. And some people really just didn't, not didn't want them there, so they couldn't come. Absolutely. So now, how 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 was the one? How 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 was that? You know, happy moment for you? Well, I mean, to me personally, it was like a really beautiful moment. It's up there, you know. Like my year has been like amazing, but I really just wanted everybody just to get to watch it because it's really like it's ill. Because you know, uh-huh. be there. You know, as everybody's watching this and everybody's thinking about this wedding, everybody's expecting something is going to happen. You know what I mean? I know you're thinking the same thing. Like, what is going to happen at this wedding? Because something not good is going to happen. You know what I mean? And that's, like, the worst mm-hmm. part. If something bad does happen, you know? But at the uh, end of the day, I get through it. You guys, you should be fighting through this whole season. You should be getting right through that, too. And still make the best of it. And that's the best yeah. I can give you right there. And then you can just watch it this Monday, 9.30, VH1. Shameless plug. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gotta get some plugins. You, you know I don't care about some shameless plugs, but yeah, the shameless plugs. They got, they got, they got to watch the show and keep watching it. So yeah, yeah, that's what it's all about. But you know what? In all honesty, I really appreciate everybody that does watch. Like, you understand, we are just a bunch of random kids from New York City that just happened to get a show. We wasn't no NBA player's wife. We wasn't no rappers. We wasn't nobody special. You know, just. We just got lucky, and we got fans now, and it bugs me out. You know what I mean? Like, I legit have people that bug out when they see me, and it's, I'm just a kid from the bottom like everybody else. So, you know, it's a blessing in its own way. For sure, for sure. So now I know the last time we did talk, you were talking about, you know, you having a, uh, a radio show. What's going on with that? Is, is it out yet? or? Was well, I, you know what? I, I, I had it before. Like, I first started it back in season one. And then once the season two came, I had, like, not a really enough actual time to really do it. Mm-hmm. So I want to get back into it in, you know, maybe 2014, you get to see that again. Okay. okay. Yeah. So it's going to be, like, the same, like, concept that you were doing before? Is that going to be something? Yeah, different? yeah, yeah, more or less. Because, I, I mean, I, I'm 31, and I grew up, like, around the whole when Wendy Williams was on radio in New York City and, you know, the Howard Stern era of New York City radio and it's like I love that you know pushing the envelope you know what I mean like I feel like everybody's too conservative now when it comes to radio because there's so many people doing it and nobody's really pushing that envelope no more you know because everybody wants to get them guests to make sure they don't really disrespect them guests so like more or less I'm going to try to use my power I guess and my celebrity to my advantage and really push the envelope you know do that you know what I mean? That's what always was like my favorite form of journalism. I mean, it's just watching people who push the envelope. You know what I mean? The, the star in Buckwild. So, you know. Yeah. Like, those people that just made you feel uncomfortable, but yet it was fun. I like that. You know? So, it was good. Definitely. Good stuff. Definitely. Definitely. And I mean, you, you got to do that. You can just keep up with the journalism and, you know, just watch what other people are doing because and use your celebrity with this because there's a lot of people that don't use the, the platforms in the moments that they really have to get, like, your big names and stuff like that. Even for myself, from working with big artists and stuff like that and then having to step out on my own and do something like that, I was like, you know what? I got to use my little 
not some celebrity, but the fact that people are paying attention to me and get the stuff. Yeah, use it to your advantage. Exactly. So now you got the uh, clothing line. How, how's that going? Because everything is uh, that's been going right good, actually. That's that's been going well. Like uh, more or less, we've been having you know people hit us up and getting orders, and that makes us feel good. You know what I mean? Like it's like I said, another bunch of people that wasn't even into fashion. You know what I mean? And like we got a fashion line now, and uh, we just started our app. We have an app on Google Play and on iTunes, UFO and Y. And, you know, people can download the app and get all the information in the shop. And it's just dope, you know? Damn, that's what's up. I mean, you doing it up now. You like well, I mean, I, like I said, I'm trying to take advantage of the moment. You know, you got to mm-hmm. line it all up because at the end of the day, you blink your eyes, it's all over. So take advantage of it. Right, right. Now, like, what has your, um, like, what would you say? has been the response from, like, the, the audience uh, as far as, like, your story on this season versus last season? Um, well, I mean, I, I honestly, I travel a lot. You know what I mean? I do, like, a lot of, like, gigs and bookings, and I go talk to people. And it's one thing that I really like is, like, you know what I mean? I did the story about my mother this year. You know what I mean? I put that out to the planet. And to really see how many people can relate to that, and, like, how they displayed that story, how many people related to that story, like, really shocked me. And, like, I had a friend of mine, a kid from Harlem, and, like, when he seen me maybe a few days after that episode, he's like, they're legit. You made me call my mother that I haven't talked to in years. And he was like, it bugged me out because, like, watching you and having to see somebody on TV actually going through some shit that I'm real life going through, he's like, you just made me get the courage to do it. And then I'm like, you know what I mean? Imagine how many families I affected that I didn't even know. And, you know, that's amazing. That's really, really cool to me. So, you know, it's just deeper than just television. You know, I'm affecting homes and families and, you know, culture. So it's good. Right. That's a good thing because, I mean, if you want, you know, having such a big tax on people and stuff like that, it'll be like, hmm, what am I doing this show for? Why are you guys spending my time? Yeah, it's like, you know, at the end of the day, you, you do get your moment to entertain, you get your checks and everything, but how deep of an impact are you really having? You know what I mean? Like, are you going to be just one of those people that was just another ratchet person on television that did stuff, or are you going to make an impact, you know, and the more about making an impact? Right. Very true, very true. And do you feel like this season has gotten a little on the ratchet side, or do you feel like it's... Uh, I, mean, you know, I, I mean, you know what, I, it's... You know, when I think about what ratchet side, I think it's like a bad girls club kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. when you're when you watch the TV show and you know that that show is set for people to fight, and you know what I mean, it's a different level of like what you're watching. I feel with us, you saw real life human emotions in different settings. You know what I mean? You're watching young black people run a business and how sometimes the money and the power and the love get in the way of you know the family and. The business, you know what I mean? And it's, you're, you're, right. real, you're looking at real human situations, I feel like, with our show. Does it seem to come off ratchet sometimes? Yeah, it does. But you know what? It's real. And that's mm-hmm. one thing I just love about our show. It's not, you know I mean? People go through child support issues, you know what I mean? People go through, you know, wife issues, girlfriend issues, friend issues, you know what I mean? And this is stuff that we're displaying. It's not like you're seeing us in these big mansions. 
like, you know, be going off our ex-husband's money and stuff like that. That would, like, watch me try to find an apartment because I got a family now. You know what I mean? You're watching real human situations, and I, you know, I disapprove of that, I guess. Definitely, definitely. That's true. So now, um, it is the new year, so like, what's, like, one thing that um, you want to kick off that maybe you thought about doing, but you kind of think, you know what, maybe I will try to do this in the new year? Um, I'm going to say, honestly, music. Like, one of my first loves and passions in life is music. Like, I like to uh, produce records and, you know what I mean, work with artists. I'm not, like, a rapper myself. I'm, like, more of a... Mm -hmm. It's a music head. I'm a behind the scenes. I can create music, and I've done that before. And you know, I've done it with some major artists in the background before. That a lot of people know me for that. And I just want to get back into that. You know, I really love music. And then I noticed in my city, New York, we've been having issues recently with everybody attacking us music-wise. So, right. you know, it's about helping to build the culture of back of New York City music. And I kind of want to help with that. Right. So, so you've done some producing before you... Yeah, yeah, and I kind of wow. really want to get back into that. Like, that's something I really did love doing, you know what I mean? It's just like the business side of that is one thing I hate. I can't lie. Like, I just hate the business side of the music industry. You know, I have oh, to yeah. The TV if I happen to deal with the TV industry, I realize it's not as bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or... So you would say that dealing with like reality television business is a little bit more than it's not just it's not just the, the reality television business, but it's just the point of dealing with TV business in general. Dealing with right, understand you have to deal with you know uh, TV execs and you know TV producers and with freaking social media people, and you know it's it's really deep. You know what I mean? So. Seeing the business side of that and how that works, it's no different than the music industry. Maybe just even a little worse because, you know, your longevity in reality TV is, like, so short. You know what I mean? I thought music was short, but this is even shorter. Right. You know, so, you know what I mean? You never know. Definitely. Because it's like with the reality television show, it's like you get for so many seasons, it's like, okay, so what am I going yeah. to do from from being on this platform? Am I going to... Mm -hmm. Any relevant television, or am I going to just like what you yeah. do? And and that's another thing too. It's like, what do you do after your relevancy? Like, you know, what I mean, that's that's something too. Because like, also living in New York, you know, you see a lot of people who had the same opportunity I had, and you see that some of them didn't really use it correctly. You know what I mean? And you see how it disappeared, and like them now, and then you see some people who did do it right, and you see them now. So it's like, you know, you got to just take advantage of it and do it the correct way. For sure, for sure. Now, Puma, there was one thing that my co-host had noticed that was different that you decided to do, and that was to cut your hair. Yes. Um, yeah, that was that was a fun moment. <laughs> <laughs> was um, it expected for you to do it or no? Well, you know, it. You know, what's so funny? It was something as time was going by, like I. You know, Caesar fires me from the shop, and I begin to, you know, the process of opening my own business. I'm engaged. I'm a father. And, you know, I mean, at the time, too, you know, the season one just came on, so the attention. Also, I was starting to get, and it started to get to, like, a point 
with the attention. I was like, okay, this is crazy because I couldn't even walk nowhere. Like, people were like, that hair, I saw you from, like, a, a block away, and I knew it was you, and I'm like, oh, God. You know what I mean? And it was like, okay. Then you start finding pictures, like, people would take from random locations. Like, you'd be walking somewhere with your child, and somebody's taking a picture of you from, like, across the street. And, you know, you have to find it online. And, like, you know, it started freaking me out a little bit. Damn. And then I started thinking about just the whole change of me, you know what I mean? Like, um, being a father, being a business owner, being a husband, I'm like, it's a new person. So you know, I wanted to cut my hair just to start over. And then also my wife wanted nice wedding pictures. So, you know, that was three good reasons to cut my hair. Nice. She was like, you ain't going to be taking no damn wedding pictures with all this hair for me. Yeah, she was like, yeah, I don't want my wedding pictures to have your hair looking like that. Because my hair was getting like, controlled, though. Like, at that time, it would be really, really getting crazy. Like, and I was like, all right, yeah, you know, I don't mind. It's only hair. Yeah, can go that yeah. I'm, about to, I'm about to chop my mohawk off. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a start over, you know what I mean? It didn't make sure you know, it's like, you know, it feels like a new human sometimes, too, at the same time. It definitely does. Well, Puma, thanks so much again for uh, coming back on the show and doing this interview. We do appreciate you. No problem, no uh, problem. Thank you for having me again. Anytime, so I tell everybody, if they're not following you, tell them where they can follow you first, like social media, and where they can catch you. Uh, every Monday. Okay. Nice. Uh, well, follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Puma213. And um, you can get the app, like I said, again, uh, on iTunes and on Google Play, IUFO and Y. And uh, watch me every Monday, 930 VH1, Black Ink Crew. You know, we out here. And, oh, yeah, stop by Ink124. It's 158 East 124th Street, New York, New York, 135. Um you know, most of the time, me or Sassy's usually in there, just, you know, with the people. So, stop by anytime. Come check us. We got really dope artists. Check us on Instagram, Ink124. Yeah. Sure, for sure. I definitely got to uh, come through and get tatted. I got two more piercings I need to do, and I'm ready to get tatted. So, I'm a Well, I got a body piercer. I got a body piercer and a tattoo artist, so we can definitely take care of all your needs right in there. Oh, Lord. That means I'm going to be walking out with four piercings and five tattoos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, there you go. Just make it happen. For sure, for sure. All right, Puma, well, thanks so much again. Keep in touch. Let us know whenever you got any new projects that you want to talk about on the show. And uh, have a good new year, man. I feel like 2014 is going to be something that's really bigger than it was 2013. Yeah, definitely was, man. But I definitely, definitely enjoyed this year. 2013 was definitely a beautiful year. So I'm definitely trying to push forward. In 2014, I got some stuff already in the works that. It's making it pretty awesome already, so it's going to be great. Definitely, definitely. Well, all the best, Puma, and uh, keep in touch. All right, thank you. Anytime. Later. All right. Shall we get it? I'm going to get it. Shall we get it?
blow me. Oh, said my Twitter picture, mine and my Naomi. Oh, when the low, I used to holler at his homie. Oh, fucking now I'm about to ride him like a pony. Yeah. Okay, thug poly, yo come poly, he wanna fuck a bad dolly and pop molly. I hope your pockets got a motherfucking pop molly, or is it that you never bow? John Sully, he had the rose in the voice, the tone in his voice. Don't want a good girl, not hoes, it's a choice. Six, six, six on eight, p- pussy on double, yo. Mouth on open, ass on smother, yo. Ass on the cover, yo. L Magazine, vroom, 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 get gasoline. Could I be your wife? Now nah, we got bang, though. I got these niggas whipped. Call me the Django. Phenomenal. Ah, uh, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
no problem. Especially that cup. Everybody love Definitely. Especially the record uh Club Life. Oh, thanks, man. I like that one a lot too. Tank came and killed that one. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it was produced by my boys, uh, Taylor and Chill. How did you um how'd you like recording that track? Because when I heard I was like, yo, this shit is crazy. Man, that one was that one was fun. It was actually towards the end of my project when I was really finished. And I was like, uh, I heard the beat, and I was like, man, this beat is special, so I can come up with something crazy to it. I take, I take off one of the other ones, like, to just bump them off, and, you know, for the place of this song. And then uh, I would listen to the track over and over, and I uh, just heard that concept, but I really like, you know, talking about real life stuff. So once, once that came to my head, it was, it was off to the races once I got the concept. Definitely. And you said Tank is on the track. I mean that. How, how did how did that collaboration come back on come about? I mean, I know you did some stuff on the uh, TG. I can't even talk. TGG. Sorry, genuine thing project. Let me just say it like that. And you got a Grammy for that. A uh, Grammy nom for that. Congrats. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, no, that man Tank has been my boy for some years now. So it's always you know anytime. I reach out to him or he reach out to me. We always just take care of each other. Tell me about how the response has been overall to um the project from the fans. Oh man, it's been great. Um, it's been really good actually. People, the thing, the thing I like most about the project is that people love it so much that they're telling friends about it, they're telling family. And the word of mouth promo is really priceless. You can't buy that rather than somebody seeing the ad on the internet or hearing about something um, on the radio or something, I think getting it from people that you trust the most that would actually say, yo, you need to listen to this, people actually do listen, you know what I mean? So the, 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 the free word of mouth promotion is just great help. A lot of people love the project. And, you know, it's good because I'm a new artist and they're proud to like be the ones that break me, basically. Like, they feel like they found, they found the songs first rather than a record label telling them to go listen or something like that. Like, it's so early, you know, in my career. Definitely, yeah. I mean, it's a good thing that people are responding in the way that they are. I mean, as soon as you drop the project, I mean, social, all I saw was Eric Bellinger, Eric Bellinger, Eric Bellinger. I was like, that's right, that's right, as it, as it should have uh-huh. been. Because you're a real talented artist and a real artist. Let me say that again. Eric is a real talented artist. Now I see people who be trying it. Right. Nah, man, I definitely go crazy with the uh, the lyrics, man, the melodies, the dancing in the show, writing for other artists, like every facet. You know, the videos, I try to make them real creative and my, from, from my fashion. Like, it's really a, it's really a, you know, a total package thing over here. Definitely. Now, you just mentioned something that we I know that we have been talking about throughout the month, just through text, writing for other artists. Uh-huh. It won't stop. Love more. Find China. When I heard Love More, first of all, I knew it was you. It had you screaming all over the track. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh, that's that's Eric. Besides besides the fact of the VMA not not the VMA, the B E T awards and you had said a tweet but I said I bet I know who wrote that song. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was that was special, man. 
that joint as well. I remember when I wrote it, I wasn't sure if Chris was going to use it or not. And I was, like, reaching out, like, hey, y'all, uh, that Love More joint. Because I didn't know what was going on with it. They had put out Fine China, and they put out, um, I think it was called Don't Think They Know or uh-huh. the They Don't Know one. So I didn't know what was going on with Love More. I reached out, like, yo, uh, is it possible that I use, I think I might want to keep that record because I don't know, you know, just just checking up, I don't know what y'all doing with it, if it's just sitting in, if it's going to make the project. Uh, and if it's not, I want to use it for as a single for myself. And they were like, oh, no, we're going to use it. We just we just shot the video with Nicki Minaj, and it's in that single. <laughs> I was like, oh, never mind. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, never mind. <laughs> but was, Crazy how that all happened. Like, you was, like, just waiting on, like, you know, what's going on with this record. Because I think I remember we talked about, you know, you you were going to get, like, after Fine China, you put the, you got a placement for the second single as well, but they went with hey, another one. Yeah. yeah, I got a couple on the album, so that's what that's the thing. Like, you know, you do so many songs, you never really know which ones are confirmed until the track list comes out. And he hadn't put out the track list, so I was like, let me call and check on that one. Because I knew it was such a big record. Now that I hear it, every just on the radio, I'm like, I'm doing it. <laughs> I know it's special. Yeah, and that car, that song, that car, because I'm thinking about how crazy I'd be speeding driving to that song. <laughs> I'd be doing like, I'd be doing like 90 something on the highway. Yeah, man, that's doing it. That's doing it crazy. Real energy, a lot of energy in the record. So, if you're in a car, make sure y'all drive safety. Listen to that police seatbelt. Don't be texting and driving. <laughs> Yeah, no texting and driving. That's what yeah. I, that that record. Most a lot of the stuff that you write is what I call speeding music. People be like, "What the <laughs> fuck is speeding music, David?" Because I mean, to me, speeding music is that music that you just you it is it, like you can't help but freaking speed to it and ride mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And I definitely had yeah. to let you know that that joint is like. What number is that on iTunes? You know what? We're not going to do all that right now. <laughs> We're not going to do all that. I mean, it went number one. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking about my iTunes playlist. Where's it at? Oh, on yours. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, oh, shit. It's number three. It's up there. Nice. And then it won't stop us on there, too. How about, how did you like working with um Seven? How do you, because you guys do some great music, even with Chris's project, her project, yeah. How, how's working with her? Oh, she's incredible, man. She's a super talented girl. She loves to work hard, man. It could be five in the morning. If somebody say, let's pull up another track, that is always down to go and <laughs> go another, you know what I mean? Another song, just because you know she 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 knows how it how it works. You know, you gotta keep writing. You gotta keep, the more songs you you write, the more chance you got to land a place. You know, a lot of people do one song and send it off and hope. Hopefully get placed rather than, you know, doing like 10 to 15 songs to hope for one or two, you know. So, you know, we just have a high a high percentage, I think, because we just do so much work, you know, and we we, we just work hard, you know. So we got, we've been working on, we did songs on Fame together, on Fortune together, now on X together, on my project together, on her project. I did Sex on the Ceiling and Bands, mm-hmm. so, you know, that you know my project Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. No doubt. And then you work, you had worked with uh, Bridget Kelly, too, right? Yeah, uh, the Shit Happens song that she just dropped. 
mean, I'm, I'm, I'm working, man, working real, real hard, trying to make sure I, you know what I mean, do what I got to do and cover every every angle, you know. I even started making beats and stuff, so oh. I'm coming. Coming, coming for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's I'm about up. to doing radio interviews with you. Oh. <laughs> in fact, you know what? You want to co-host one of these nights in 2014. I'm telling you right now, we got to make it happen. I'm with it. I'm with it. So now, I just noticed something. I did an interview with Rico, and I told him how he writes and he produces my favorite songs. Also, you write most of my favorite songs. Uh-huh. And, and you mentioned Shit Happens, the Bridget Kelly joint. Yeah. I, the first time I heard that song... I didn't I didn't I didn't know. In fact, I found out that you wrote that um on Twitter when she told when she didn't tell me, but when I found out looking at the credits, I was like, What the f Eric is everywhere. Like <laughs> this shit is crack. Like every song you between you and Rico write is like freaking crack to me. Man, good looking. I appreciate it, man. I'm just I'm just trying to win, man. I you know, I, I came from you know what I mean, in the hood, so it was like, now that, I feel like, well, now that I've been given the opportunity, I'm, I'm just going, you know, you, once you live that life, you don't want to go back, so, uh, you know, I've been ducking from, ducking from drive-bys, and getting banged on in my own neighborhood, like, wow. being broke, like, and the only thing that I'm still cool with, that, that old school, like, top ramen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep it 100, that top ramen is <laughs> That's it, man. But you know, I just you work. You know what I mean? The harder you work, the more you gonna get. So I always just make sure I go hard because you never know. You ain't gotta strike when the iron's hot. Definitely, and it's a good thing that you know you recognize that because a lot of these new artists or up and coming artists, they don't understand that it takes work. It takes time. They don't understand that you know you gotta put in that work. It don't it don't come easy like. I remember how we were talking about how you got started with songwriting and stuff like that and how one placement went from another. Like, we went down the list of the different um, placements yeah. that you had got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That, that writing is a different beast, you know what I mean? Because that publishing, you don't get paid for the rest of your life. But people going to always buy albums. If Chris mm-hmm. Brown does something tomorrow, people going to buy more Chris Brown albums. If Usher does something tomorrow, people going to go buy Usher albums. So it's like... A recurring thing that, that happens, so that's why I'm just like, man, multiple streams of income, you know what I mean? I can't just focus on one thing, I gotta keep my hands in as many things as possible without distracting me, so, you know, keep my eye on the prize. Definitely. So let's um go back to talking about um the Bridget Kelly record, Shit Happens. Um, okay. How'd you come up with that concept? Because it's real. Yeah, that's, it's, it's, that's, a, that's why I said I got to talk about life, right? That one is a real situation, you know, like, you go up, you go there, you go up, you go there, and it's like, that's just what it is, you know, you can't really do nothing about it, so, me and Elijah and Blake was actually together, we wrote, we co-wrote that one, so, mm-hmm. it's like me and him and get together, it's real special, too, so, um, we just went at it and came up with that song, and we were super excited, like, yo, this is, this is a smash, we knew it was crazy when we wrote it, and then when she heard it, she loved it, cut it immediately, and uh, when she played all, had a meeting with her label and played all the songs uh, for her management and our, she said, Jay-Z. And that song was Jay-Z's favorite song out of all her records. So that's like the biggest compliment in the world to me because Jay-Z is my favorite.
favorite part of Africa. So, yeah. And I remember her talking about how that was like her favorite, like that was Jay's favorite record right there. And I mean, we we chatted with um, Elijah a little bit, talked about that. He said, you know, just working with you and working with her, it's like magic. It was it was great yeah. in the studio. Yeah, man. So it's incredible, you know. It's just it's just incredible just to to do songs and you know see where they go. Like you hear them in your mind, and then you see where where they go as you know, when other people perform them and other people sing them. And it's just great. Like, man, that all started right here in my bedroom or in my living room. And um, now it's out there to the world and people are singing along to the music, you know, at stadiums. So it's a, it's a great feeling. Definitely. So now let's talk about the work that you did with TGT. I can finally say it right. Praise God. Okay. <laughs> and you got a uh, you got a Grammy nomination for that. How's that all feel for you? Oh, man, it's incredible. It's really incredible. I think we really got a shot at it. Um, some great, talented people in that category, but I really think that CGT, you know, they have such a huge fan base. You know, all three of them are legends of their own right. So bringing them all together, I think it's great. Yeah, definitely, because they definitely have that star quality individually, but, you know, them together as a force, I mean, they... They just sick with it. Yeah, same. That's yeah. what's up. And now you um you got a new single that you've been going around all the radio stations, blog sites, everything. Tell tell the young um, listeners about your new single that's currently out. Okay, we're um this song I don't want it, it's problem. Um it's gonna be off of my album, The Rebirth coming um uh, next year, like early first quarter. And um it's it's real dope, man. Six five samples. Uh, from the jump, jump record, and um, it's just a positive story about men being secure about their women, and you know, wanting her to look beautiful, and wanting, you know, welcoming compliments from other people. Like, yo, I love that people think my woman's beautiful. You know, so mm-hmm. for women to feel confident, for men to feel confident in their woman. Definitely, you gotta feel that confidence in, you know, your woman, and hey. When people feel that confidence in your woman, you know you know it's a winner for sure. Exactly. And how was it working with Problem? Because he like he really got California on lock. Not, not a lot of people was really up on it on the East Coast, but he's dope. How was it working with him? Yeah, he's super dope. Just incredible, man. He's a hard. He's one of those guys as well, man. He is at the studio. He's the last one to leave, and he's the first one to get there, man. You know, anytime I call him and say, "Yo, what up, bro? What you doing?" It's always great, you know, when, when people, you know, have the same mindset and the same work ethic and the same mentality of, you know, work hard, play hard, you know. So, like, the more, like, I, I keep saying, like, the more you go and put into it, the, the better your outcome going to be. So, you got that same mentality. We both from Compton, so it's like we kind of know what it is, you know, and, you know, we both got out of there and just started focusing on music and we got our heads together and it's just a great thing. Definitely. And he's also on um, your uh, Christmas project, um, your yeah. Christmas songs, um, Ain't No Santa. Tell me about that um, song and that project overall. Yeah, I mean, that one basically just came about, um, I heard one of the beats and I just started I was just, I made one song, like one Christmas song, and after that I was like, yo, I should probably just do a 
respect and could really receive and hear what I'm doing. And then when I when I reached out to to uh, to uh, the League of Stars, you know, to do one of the beats, you know, they they immediately, you know, it was a situation where I was like, all right, cool, I gotta have problems. Yeah, problem. I feel like me and problem just got a great thing going on, you know, musically. I feel like, um, you know, we really got a great chemistry and we really vibing. So, uh, you know, when it was like, yo, I'm doing another project, you know, I just had to make sure I got got him on one of the joints. And when I did the Ain't No Santa one, I just felt like he was a perfect fit because I reached out to the same producer that did I Don't Want Her and then got that turn up vibe to it. So it was just, it was just super fitting. Right. And I and I think just the whole fact that you did a um a Christmas mixtape was was good fitting because it's you know, gives fans more music until, you know, the rebirth comes out next year, which I'm definitely excited about. And it yeah. and it's good for the season. Everybody wants to hear holiday music and stuff like that, but you between you, Mateo and, and everybody else, all everybody in R and B who's putting their own spins on these Christmas records I don't even know if there's room for pop. Yeah, man. And then, see, for me, I was like, I need to make it R&B, you know what I'm saying, just to make sure that that everything is 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 something that people can listen to and they don't feel like they got to stop listening after December 25th, you know what I mean? So it's a great feeling when everybody receives the song so well. For sure. So now what was your... um? favorite songs like recording for the um mixtape? Um favorite joint was for the Christmas one? Mm-hmm. Probably the your favorite um not your the uh Deck the Halls one just because that one it has like a acapella feel to it. Like Boy right. Men most of them, you know. So Motown Philly almost so I really enjoyed doing that one. Yeah, that that one is my favorite, and then also um, White Christmas. Ah, oh, thank you. I've had I had that White Christmas for like for like three years, and um, I always wanted to do something with it, but I didn't know exactly what you know what to do or which route to take on it. So once I did that, once I was doing Christmas songs and I'll go through beats, you know, it just sounded magical. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna make sure you know this is this is it. Mhm. Yeah, and sometimes that's it, man. And sometimes with, like, beats like that, like you mentioned, you had that for three years, sometimes it takes that long to really yeah. get what you want out of that one track. You definitely don't have to rush it. Because I've had that happen with me, and I've been like, oh, I'm holding this track, I'm holding these lyrics, I'm going to put it to something eventually and see what happens with it. Or I've just held a whole damn song for, like, five years, and they're like, oh, right, I'm going to put it out then. And exactly. So now you mentioned um the album, the rebirth that's coming out. What kind of um what kind of concept are you going for with this? Basically the rebirth is like a rebirth of born to sing. You know, like I, I, I basically took a lot of people's favorite songs that was on the project. Um mm-hmm. you know, just just because I have such a bigger fan base now and I have more people listening. You know, I feel like I really want them to get those older songs, but then I actually added six new songs as well. So they're going to get a lot of new music, a lot of the older music that will still be new to the newer fans. And I don't know, I'm just really, I'm really excited about that one too. 
Nice. So you said so. Pretty much the project is going to have what you've already released and then six new tracks, right? Yeah. Are any collab on those on those those new tracks or can't quite? Yeah, I got, I got. No, I, no, I, yeah, I can't. I definitely already got the features and everything locked in. Um, I just really want to want to save it to build up the anticipation, but it's definitely going to feature them. Okay. Is it people that you've already worked with or some new new people? New, it's, I got some new music for the fans, like new people as far as who I've worked with, you know. Okay. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Hopefully there's a, another record with you and Seven on the project. Cause I, think ah, I just think y'all really do good music. And then you and Kid Ink. Yeah, too. Yeah, Kid Ink is Kid Ink might be on there. He might be. Hmm. He probably <laughs> is on there. <laughs> he probably is on there. But that's what's something you said. That's going to come out like the first first quarter. Yeah, it'll be out the first quarter. Okay, so you gearing up for like to release more music videos in between and before that? Yeah, here. I said you're gearing up. To yeah, I'm gonna always videos. have. Yeah, I'm gonna be having more, more content coming out. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, Eric, thanks so much for this uh, interview and coming back to uh, catch up with us and so that we definitely appreciate it. Uh no problem, man. Thanks for having me. Anytime. So, um, and just in case people don't know where to find you or know where to get the music, tell them where they can find you. Oh yeah, make sure y'all follow me on Twitter at Eric Bellinger, Instagram Eric Bellinger. Website, com. This is my full name, E-R-I-C-B-E-L-L-I-N-G-E-R. For sure, for sure. Well, once again, Eric, thanks again for uh, coming on the show, and we um, do appreciate it. Let us know. Um, well, we'll know. We see the emails. But uh, let us know when you want to come back on to talk about the album in full you know, detail when it comes out. Okay, most definitely. Thanks again. Anytime. Keep in touch. Okay. All right. Later, man. All right. Bye-bye. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning back into the biz with D with your rocks on the mic, David Dwayne on my Fish Wings Radio, and we got Daily back with us. What's going on, man? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for coming back on. Oh, good. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. So, I mean, we got to talk about this tour, the Look Up tour, because I I had a feeling about Marsha coming on stage with you the last time we talked, and she put more the song with her not only once. Twice, but three times. Let me ask you how that feeling was for you. Oh, it's great, man. It's like, um, we were saying it's like a London bus. Like, you wait for like an hour and nothing comes and then three come at once. So, um, it's, um, it was great. You know, we, we've been wanting to perform the song together for so long and, uh, you know, we just managed to make it work on those dates for the States. So, it's great. And I'm glad that we could do it on my tour. Definitely, definitely. And then you also, um, Got the hot, got the open for her, um, and then you got the open for uh, Kelly Rowland. And within that same time, how did you make all of that work within your crazy tour schedule that there was? Um, yeah, we just it just it just kind of happened. Um, it, you know, it all fit together quite nicely. Like we had two days after DC, and you know, and everything just happened one after the other. So it just kind of fit into place. Sure, for sure. Now, 
how was this like your first time meeting Kelly, or have you got like met before? No, we've met before. Um, this is the first time actually kind of supporting her at a show or anything. Okay. And how would you say like her fans um, responded to your music? Uh, they were really cool, actually. Yeah, they um, they uh, they had good energy. You know, they were feeling the music and um, and some of the little bits that we have in the set. You know, they they kind of really rocked with me. Good, that's good. And did you find that a lot of them had already uh, knew the music, or not quite? Yeah, they knew some of the music, and then I threw in a couple of cover songs just to get them, you know, on side. Right. Like, you guys gonna wake up. <laughs> you gonna be moving. What's that? I said, you were like, you guys gotta be moving and shaking yeah. tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So quietness going on. So now, um, how would you say, you know, the, the new fans that are coming out to this show, it's just like overall responding? Because, I mean, it, I, I was at the Philly show, and I have to say, I was thoroughly impressed. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, everybody, I, c- I can never really tell from just being on stage who's new and who's not, but, um, you know, people are always, um, my fans always seem to appreciate, you know, vocal performance and, and the lyrics in the songs, so, you know, um, it's getting a good reaction all, all over, really. Definitely. So I have to say, like, from just, like, seeing the show in Philly, I definitely enjoyed when you did Look Up and then when you did um, Pretty Wings like that, you know, just doing songs that are really going to, you know, they're really intimate. Because that was, I mean, World Cafe is an intimate setting. Um, how would you say that you, like, enjoyed performing those songs and really, you know, giving the fans, like, really something intimate that they can remember? Yeah, that, that's one of the best things about this tour, you know, I get to kind of um, just uh, be up close and personal and get to meet the fans after the show and, you know, take pictures and things. And um, I like doing that at all my shows, really, you know, and getting them to sing along with stuff. And it's it's good to have that connection on stage. Right, right. So now, how would you say the Philly fans have um, has shown you a lot of love with the tour? How How would you say that show was for you? It was great. You know, the venue was a really, really nice venue, and um, we had a big stage and plenty of kind of room to just vibe with the band. And um, and uh, yeah, the crowd were just were on a bit of a hype that night, so we uh, we had we had fun. Right. So then, like we had talked about, Marsha coming out, stuff like that. Did you did you have a, like a really good feeling already that she was going to come out for the shows, or did you? Were you not expecting it, like, ever so as it, you know, kept going on and on? Well, you know, Marsha is, is great. You know, she always, um, if she can do it, she will always, you know, she she will always do it if she can make it happen. And the same with me, you know, if I can, as long as our schedules both allow it to happen, we'll always, you know, we always want to help each other out with that. So, um, so you know, I knew that wherever she could make it happen, she would. So it's cool. For sure, for sure. And so, though that the tour has just got, you know, started, but it's, you know, almost that it's halfway, and, you know, what um, what are your plans to do, like, after the tour? Uh, after the tour, I'm probably going to, well, I'll be going home for Christmas <laughs> and spending, uh, just doing Christmas with my family, and then it's time to uh, just recharge my batteries, and then I'll be back in January um, getting ready for the album release, which is on the, uh, February 11th. And, um, you know, getting ready for all that stuff, everything that comes with the album. 
Okay. So February 11th is the official release date, right? Yes, yes. I mean, that's coming kind of quick. Are, are you are you excited? Like, what's your feelings about the you know the album coming so quickly within the first quarter? Uh, I'm I'm great. I'm really happy. You know, it's not it's not too quick for me. I've been waiting for a long time, so it's um, you know it's great. It just gives me something to work towards and ready to get going. You know, definitely, definitely. So now, um, what do you have a single line uh, lined up already that you're going to come out with um, once the new year hits or um, What's the kind of the plans for the next single in video? Uh, well, we're still working look up at the moment, and then um, I'm just kind of, you know, got a few ideas for the next one, and it'll be a bit of a surprise, I think. Okay. Okay. So when you mean surprise, does that mean that, uh, like a possible collaboration or just surprise overall with what's to come? No, it's just going just to be a new song, so it won't be something people have heard before. Okay. Nice, nice. Now, the album itself is going to come out the 11th, um, February 11th. Do you think that you'll probably um, extend this tour and maybe, like, um, go out to other cities that you haven't touched to really get them engaged with your movement? Um, probably not this time around, but I'll be back definitely in uh, early next year, you know, to do any of those places that I haven't done and, and revisit everywhere that I've been just to really, you know, make sure I'm, I'm saying hello to all the fans kind of thing. Right. So more than likely, you'll with when when once the album comes out, you'll probably do stuff overseas then. Yeah, 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 definitely. Cool, cool. So do you know like what cities and I mean not, not even cities. I sound so stupid. <laughs> what like what places you're gonna go to yet or? Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I guess we'll wait and see. For sure, for sure. Well, I just have to say daily. I, I'm impressed with this tour, not saying that I wasn't going to be already impressed by your work, but seriously, dude, you really put on a hell of a show, like, I wish I could have came to the New York, actually, I might try to find it and go to another show um, <laughs> within this tour, because I was, because, like, you really have a, a soulful voice, and R&B is, like, really in you, not like other artists, so I definitely have to say, you did the damn thing. Thank you, man. That means a lot. I'm glad, glad you liked it. For sure, for sure. And my co-host wanted me to ask you, of course she's not here, but she wanted me to ask you about like, your fashion style and, you know, where it's all you get the um, inspiration to wear certain um, pieces you may wear, like your hairstyle as well. Um, well, it's, it's more just like uh, I just see it as part of my identity, really. I don't, um, I don't kind of put it together for for any particular reason, it's just like I have a good sense of what I feel like is me and what you know my what my how I want to express, like how I want to pre- present myself to people, and um, and it just kind of so it comes quite naturally in that sense, you know. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I do I do like fashion, but I'm not kind of uh, I don't follow it like crazy, you know, or like follow trends that much. I just I just know what I like. Right, and that's a good thing to not set trends. And I, I mean, you don't, you're not a, I mean, well, not to say to follow trends because you set trends. I'm mad I said that all wrong because you got your own little trend that you're setting, especially with like your brand, your fashion, your music. So it's good to not follow, especially with R&B, because nine times out of ten, especially with the R&B artists that cross over, we see that they want to follow what's already been done instead of doing what makes them feel yeah. comfortable in their own skin. And you seem to be very comfortable with that. 
Yeah, definitely. You know, I think it's it's definitely more. I definitely feel better knowing that I'm being myself rather than trying to be someone else. You know. Well, Daily, thanks so much again for uh, coming on the show for a second time this year and um, great interviews like that. Like, dude, seriously, keep doing your thing. We look forward to the album. Um, everybody get ready. Daily told us February 11, 2014. So we definitely look forward to having you back, you know, to really um, get in depth with the album and talk about it next yeah. year. Absolutely. All right, Daily. Well, you have a good rest of the day, and thanks uh, so much again. You too, man. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Almost exactly what I need A definite maybe It's just to entice But you'll be I can't help but think that this doesn't help I'm trying to separate the facts from all the we're living in a world of contradictions And if baby you're the truth Then I'm lying next to you When you're the desert and I'll be your water And you're the perfect plan I never thought of I don't want to do this on my own And you shouldn't have to be alone I would rather be alone Oh! 
and um, you know, not live in the form of doing a live album, but you know what I'm saying, creating a sound that um that complemented my live show and and you know, that had a lot of different live instrumentation and um we took it there with this project and it's been a blessing because it's been received very well. Um, by me pushing the envelope, a lot of people have um been like, Man, like, this is my lane. So I think I think we might have created a monster. No, for sure, definitely. And I gotta say, um, your latest track right now that you've recently put out that you're pushing from the EP, um, who am I to change? Like, dude, seriously? That record <laughs> sick as hell. When you came up with that joint, like what you know, what kind of influenced the sound of that track? Uh, well, a lot of um, this project was really influenced by um, D'Angelo. I'm a big fan of D'Angelo. Grew up on him and always idolized him. And with me learning how to play the piano, um, it just kind of, you know, gave me a, a different outlook on music because, um, you know, the first record I dropped, Back to Love, it was a true record and it was titled Back to Love because I kind of fell out of love with music. But, um, you know, this this, this project has rejuvenated my spirit. It's, it's rejuvenated my love for music. And um, just to answer your question, like, who am I to change? And, and, you know, just all the records on this project, whether it's Who Am I to Change, Love Abuse, The Love, Never Give Up, um, or Coco Lovely, I wanted to um, write records that had a different, um, a different, like, from from a writing perspective, like, you know, talking about something different. Because, um, you know, on my previous albums, I feel like all of the material was good, but I talked about the same things. So I really wanted to push the envelope and address some different issues, talk about things that people can really relate to, you know, outside of just talking about love and relationships all the time. You know, I'm a still relationship to love and relationships, but right. I want you know, just wanted to put a twist on there like like one of the songs and never give up. I mean, that's just that's a real song. I mean, every day in the world I know for a fact that it's somebody that that is that wants to give up, give up on life, give up on a relationship, give up on their job, you know, give up on their parents, give up on their children, you know. So this, this song is just kind of, you know, um, that motivation that, that people need to, you know, to, to have faith and um, don't give up. For sure. It definitely is a, a great motivation track and stuff like that because I was listening to it. I was like, you know what, I needed this right now. Cause this best of what I'm going through. So I, I was just going. I was just on Facebook. I'm like, oh, Bobby got put out a new joint. I was like, gotta listen. Stop what you're doing, David. You know, this is Sam. So I listened. I was like, yo, this track was exactly what I needed at that time. Thank you. And who am I to change? Same thing. You know, I feel like society as a whole always tries to change people. You know, um, or 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 you know your friends. Uh, or the haters, you know, people always try to tell you what you need to be doing. You know, you need to wear this, you need to talk like this, you need to do this, you need to do that, you know, but um, you got to stay true to yourself as long as you're comfortable in your own skin. You know, don't don't let nobody change you. So, you know, um, you know, all those, all these records are, are like motivational pieces. Definitely. And I know um, the last time we talked, we talked about how this is going to, this is under your label, Blue Collar Dreams, and it's not under anybody else's label. How would you say, like, this, the process of, you know, putting this out under your label, nobody else's label, has, you know, you know helped you grow more as a, a CEO? 
Um, definitely a lot, and um, it was a good part about it is I didn't have any pressure when I was making this project, and I could really take my time because, you know, um, this is the first time in my career um, since 2005 that I've not had a record deal. I've always had a record deal, mm-hmm. uh, but when you do have a record deal, it's expectations, it's deadlines, it's pressure because, you know, people are investing a lot of money in you, so you know, when they jump, you kind of have to say how high. Um, but with me being strictly independent right now, I mean, I'm going to eventually do another major record deal. But, you know, with this project, I just wanted to, you know, have the freedom to do what I wanted to do musically and and um, and that maturity and that growth. You know, I wanted to – I'm building my own lane, you know, rebranding myself. I look at myself as a brand-new artist now. So – you know, once I do my deal, I will have, you know, my lane will already be, you know, mapped out. And then, you know, I can get the support system to back me financially and to, you know, back my, my marketing and my, my promotion so that they can get out to the masses. But right now, I'm just kind of starting everything off grassroots. Definitely. And, I mean, the promotion looks great. And, I mean, you're doing – the social media looks great. I mean – you're doing it right so far, so I gotta commend you. Thank you. Like keep yeah, it up. You. Like I know your team is working hard on it with you. Yeah, and you know, for me, the best the best form of promotion is word of mouth. So um, I, I, I encourage everybody to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend about Peach Moon. And like I say, you can you know you can get it on iTunes for five ninety nine, or you can download it for free. I just want people to hear the music and tell somebody about it because um, that that's that's the best form of promotion. And I really stand behind this project to let you know that it's good music and it's something that once you hear it and vibe to it, you're going to really appreciate it and love it. For sure. And um, we definitely downloaded on iTunes. It did the right thing. <laughs> so Thank you. I, I, pretty, nah, I definitely appreciate that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And I know um, BET has been really showing you a lot of love. Oh, goodness. With yeah. um, this new era of your music, how, how does it feel? Because, like, they're going hard. You know, you're performing with yeah. Matters and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out shout out to Kelly G um, from BET and also um, Reggie over at BET, um, the entire BET staff. But, you know, those two uh, guys in particular because, um, what I did was when I, when I was creating this project, I went down and I, I I I sat down with key people in the music industry, people from radio, people from TV, you know, people that can that can make or break a career, you know. And I sat down with these people and played the music and got feedback. And um, you know, Kelly G and Reggie, they were two people that really um got behind this project and they was like, man, we love what you're doing. And, and they gave me a lot of ideas and they gave me a lot of, um, you know, they, they helped, they helped me with this whole process and this vision, you know, just by like schooling me and putting me on game as far as some things I need to do. And then in return, um, they have been very supportive. I perform during the BET awards on the music matter stage, um, alongside like Angie Stone and there was some other really good artists on there. We performed at the Clive Davis Theater. Yeah, it was uh, this summer. Um, BET Music Matters. 
I just got done performing a couple nights ago at SOBs in New York, Music Matter Stage. Um, Adrian Marcel was on that show and a couple other um, couple other acts, and it was a really good show. I watched it myself, and um, and then I also performed at the Soul Train Awards too. Um, yeah, we did in conjunction with yeah, in conjunction with uh, Centric and BET. So um, it's been a blessing to get that support because really those are the looks that you need in order to you know, to, for people, for the masses to know, okay, Bobby V has something out, or we see Bobby V on TV and we see him performing and stuff like that. So, you know, I definitely thank, um, you know, um, everybody that's been, you know, setting up those platforms for me and the opportunities for me to perform and to uh, get these good looks. Definitely. And, I mean, they and they doing it with so much luck, too. Like, and it's a good thing to see you on award shows and stuff like that and, like platforms like uh, Music Matters, because a lot of independent artists who were once major, well, in my eye, Bobby, you're you're still a major artist, minus <laughs> what is to be true. I still feel in my eye you're a major artist, but we don't even see we don't see a lot of people that go from being independent, no, from major to independent, or something like that. Right. You just see these. He's up and coming. So for the fact of them showing you so much love and be like, yeah. you know what? we're going to throw Bobby on there because he's doing it right and he got this great sound, it's just dope. Yeah, and like I was telling you earlier, um, you know, I have been blessed to be um, an artist that has released five albums. And um, I look at myself as a brand-new artist. I'm approaching this project as a brand-new artist. I'm putting all you know, my, my past successes behind me and be like, you know what, I'm starting over brand new, turning over a new leaf, and, you know, I'm doing something different. And, and I want to have the, the work ethic and the grind and the love um, that I had back when I put out Slow Down. Because, um, you know, of course, you know, that was my biggest hit in my career, and the reason it was so big is because I had that hunger, you know, as a young and as a new artist, I had all of that. So, um, um, it's that same approach. So now, um, you said you got a lot of other things um, going on. What what other things are um, you've been working on since the last time we spoke? Uh, you know, really just the Peace Moon project. Um, it's been my main focus, and um, it's really about getting the music out there. And this is a campaign and a movement. And um, I have the Journey to Peace Moon webisodes that everybody can check out online if they go. Just Google Bobby V Journey to Peach Moon, and it's um, basically a whole behind-the-scenes footage of the making of this project. And um, the full-length album uh, will be released in the summertime. But um, right now, I'm just focusing on marketing and promoting the, the EP and just getting the music out there. So that, that's been the main focus. Definitely. So now with the... Um EP, are you going to uh, go on go on tour, or are you going to wait until the album to, like, really go out into a full-length tour? Yeah, probably when the album drops. I'm doing a lot of spot dates now. But um, I think it's important for me to, to do shows with, um, with a lot of artists that have, um, like, really large fan bases because, you know, I go back to saying I'm approaching this like a, like a new artist, so... You know, when I get a chance to perform with people like Erica Badu and um, John Legend and, you know, greats like that, it's, it's 
it's helping me to get new fans and you know by me playing piano now it's just it's just really a humbling experience because people are seeing me in an entirely new light so you know um you can catch me in any city anywhere over the next couple of months and then a real to a will unveil very soon definitely because we're looking forward to that we got it we got to hear it more you got to come well i know you won't come to philly new york atlanta but we we just ready we ready to just be there and be like rock out yeah definitely and that's that's what my shows are it's just it's 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 a vibe session. Theme behind the Peach Moon Project is vibes, moods, and moments. So each of my shows is gonna have all those. It's gonna encompass those vibes, those moods, and moments. And each show is gonna be different. The shows I do in Atlanta is gonna be totally different from the shows I do in New York and so forth. So right. it's exciting. So now I know that you have wanted to do like a reality show, but not something like a loving hip hop or anything. Has um any talks of getting that show that you wanted to do come into play yet? Uh, well, I actually already have a pilot done. I have a reality show that I'm working on with my family. Um, it's called Farm School. But uh, I, I want to focus on getting the music out there first because opportunities come from another opportunity. So I feel like once Peach Moon reaches its peach, then people are going to be more um, encouraged to invest into my reality show. And, you know, I, um, I appreciate shows like, like the T.I. and Tiny Show, the Family Hustle Show. That's very family-oriented. You know, show, shows like that, that I feel like is, a, is what the community needs. And, and my show is, is very family-oriented as well. So it'll be coming soon. You know, as soon as Peach Moon breaks, you're going to be seeing a lot of other things from Bobby B. So that's one thing that's, that's in the cut. That's a good that's a good thing that you're just constantly working at it and you're like you're formulating because a lot of people either they just put it all out at once or they just they just stall on putting out something yeah. that would be great for them and, and I, I don't get that and I'm more so talking about you know these new R&B artists mm-hmm. yeah well you know I learned, I learned I mean it's been experience I mean being in the game as long it's been like an internship into the music business. I always say this is the business of music instead of the music business. So, you know, one thing I learned is that you have to um, you have to have a lot of other things going on, and you have to um, timing is everything. So once 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 you blow up and get that song on the radio, your window is, is wide open. So you have to be able to hit the people with other other looks, other opportunities that you're working on. So that's why I kind of have everything um, happening for me right now. And then once Peace Moon reaches that peak, you know, it's going to be a domino effect. Definitely. Well, it def- it is going to be a domino effect for sure, so you ain't even got to worry about that. Just do what y'all been doing good over there because <laughs> it's working. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So, you know, that's that's the movement. Peach Moon, the EP. It's available right now. Please make sure y'all follow me on Twitter at Bobby V, Facebook Bobby V Music, Instagram the Real Bobby V. Follow me on those social medias, and um, and that way you can just keep up what I'm doing on a daily basis. So, um, you know I'm grinding blue collar. That's what we do. And um, Peach Moon, the EP. Make sure you get it right now. iTunes or bootleg. I encourage you. 
listen to it. Definitely. Well, Bobby, I really do appreciate you coming back on the show. I didn't know if I was going to be able to get you because you're doing a, making a lot of moves and you everywhere, but I really do appreciate you coming back, remembering who I am. Because some people who come back, they be like, no, I don't remember you. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I no, do not we, remember yeah, you. We, yeah, I mean, when we talked, we, we spoke right when the Peach Moon Project, really when it was an idea. So, you know, to see it come into fruition now, you know what I'm saying, it's a beautiful thing because it went from a thoughts and the idea to, you know, actually happening. So, you know, I'm grateful to be on the show, and I appreciate the support. Not a problem. We'll just, you know, keep in touch and keep doing your thing. And once again, congratulations on this project because we love it over here. We've been constantly been playing all the tracks. So, I mean, just keep up and let us know when you are um, in the area so we can hang out and sit down and talk more in depth. Yes, sir. All right, Bobby, well, you have a great rest of the day, and uh, have a great new year, and happy holidays to you. All right, same to you, brother. All right, later. All right, peace. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary BDW void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus